2: Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifiers Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. And if you hate the show, consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... type of meetup plan or reconvening plan or just kind of just scatter to the wind and then recollect via cell phone a couple hours later or something
0: uh i don't think we had an area to meet so we probably just go to the wind for a few hours
2: sure makes sense yeah so foxtrot asked the book do you go through the book at all while you're trying to figure this out or just kind of wait to meet up with the whole team
1: i'm waiting to meet up with the whole team sure i just was focusing on getting away i didn't even run back to the car i i think i ran in another direction yeah you did to not you give did. off the hit. Yeah.
2: Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. A few hours pass, you regroup, you go through the book, and quite quickly you find that a David Oritz is the one who keeps booking this FNC meetup. It's not quite clear why, but going back like years, there's even some notes in there about how like time for the early FNC, always the same day, always the same park, like clockwork almost.
0: Um, I'll note that Lawrence, after getting the car, would have gone to like a a target or something, and bought some hair dye and spent some time dyeing her hair.
3: Sure. I'll believe it. I think it would be a good time to also change my appearance, for sure, as well. Alright. I'm not going to change anything right up front.
2: (laughs) So you get the name David Oritz. Uh, Is there a phone number? There is.
0: Does someone want to send him a text? See if we can meet him here?
3: At the park, or somewhere a little less? I mean, the park is so conspicuous that It'll work, but do you want to have a place that we can have a little bit more control of? She shrugs. I can't go on Yelp. While we were kind of looking around, trying to find this place, did we? could we by any chance notice any kind of a isolated area, maybe like a restaurant or a coffee shop, a secondary park?
2: I mean, yeah, it's a city. There's a variety of locations for that. Are you looking for something specific, like an especially abandoned coffee shop or something? Or... Maybe not an
3: abandoned coffee shop,
2: but like a less successful, less traffic one or something like that. Maybe how you're trying to go with this, I guess, like what what's the thought you're trying to pursue? Like, you're just trying to find a low traffic, but inconspicuous place. You're trying to find something for more enhanced interrogation. I guess like, it's like what, what's the thought going into trying to meet this guy? Because in theory, you could try tracking him down and like surveilling him. That's probably something you could get someone to give you an address for based on the phone number.
3: Question. Like, do phone books still list addresses i'll say they do can i look through and see if there's an address associated with with a phone number there is in fact right on how far away is it from the motel room
2: it's a bit distance from the motel room it's still kind of within the city limits or town limits at this point but it is kind of off towards the wilderness edge there is a look at the song like a google maps type of situation you do notice that it's definitely out there like cell phone signals might not be reliable out there
3: could call for a second meetup I guess at the park but judging from your cross-referencing the address that i found looking up his name in the phone book and the local maps and whatnot he's a little not off grid but he's on the outskirts of the city That's well, not surprising unfortunately kind of checks out hmm. we could always ask him to meet up at the park but I guess the big thing is the fact that the park is just so wide and open that, like, we can see everything, but everyone can see us. Or, if anything else, we could try to see if we can meet him at a little bit of a cellular dead zone, especially with how interconnected this whole cable situation of these eyes are. I mean, that's why we had to downgrade all of our
1: tech equipment and stuff. I mean, we could just go to his house and stake him out initially and then build an idea from there. Besides, if he's far enough off the grid, that's kind of an advantage for us as well. True,
3: true. John, this sounds like something in your park. I mean, if we're going to put it up to a vote, a little bit of a stakeout would probably be a good idea.
1: Yep, that's the play. I'll start gathering my gear. So as they're still discussing, I'm just going to pre up, start getting my recon gear ready to go.
3: Sure. Oris, you cool with the plan? What's the plan? We're going to stake out David Oritz. Sure. All right.
1: What time of the day is it right now?
3: It's getting up there. The sun's starting to set at this point between all
2: the events of the day and losing the tail and the escape. It's definitely getting close to night, if not already
3: night by now. The sun's definitely starting to set. Okay. John, do you want to do like a how long of a surveillance do you want to do? Like, is it going to be an eight hour? Or is it going to be something where we're just going to do a 24 hour? I mean, considering the fact that he's a little bit on the outskirts of town, I just don't want to be super conspicuous.
1: I mean, we could do a few hours and Kind of build off of that. Obviously, it's late at night, so he may not be moving around much. But if he is, it'll be an interesting uh, surprise to see where that takes us. But for the most part, I feel like just a few hours will be fine. Enough that we can still get a decent night's rest, assuming everything goes normal. But, you know, the the operations we do, nothing ever really just stays normal. Oh, shit.
3: I have those high visibility uh, vests that I, I nabbed as I pulled them out from my coat pocket. If anything, we could always pretend to be part of the gas
1: company if
3: we need to have a little bit of a direct interaction.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, I think we should be fine. But just in case, uh, you know what to do. Grab your usual uh, firepower, if you will. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lawrence, are you, uh, you coming along or are you going to stay here? Um. Yeah, I'll come with you. Cool. since I packed up all the recon stuff and my usual set of firepower... I went out ahead and um, just heading out to the van.
2: That oh, sounds good. Yeah, that's easy i to get set up. I've done this many times before. As you're going there, give me a navigate. Whoever wants to,
1: I'll go ahead and do it. All right. Twenty-three out of fifty success. Nice.
2: Yeah. So it's a little bit out of the way. It's a little bit obscure how to get there. But you must, you get there kind of around, we'll say nine, ten o'clock at night. And even in the kind of light of the moon and your headlights of your car this is an intentional decision. This is someone living off the grid without committing fully to kind of that off the grid lifestyle. Like, so how close do you get to David Oritz's house? Like you try and find a hill you can view it from like,
1: yeah, we're definitely going to find a hill to kind of view from far away. So obviously we're not going to pull up to his block or anything. I'm I'm assuming he's like, it's like one house and then it's just a bunch of trees kind of thing. Or does he have more or less? Yeah.
2: No, he he has neighbors, but like they can't see his house and, you can't see them anymore yeah it's technically a neighborhood but like getting from house to house would require probably five ten minutes of walking down a road that's also someone's driveway simultaneously the spacing of these houses has increased dramatically as you've kind of gotten closer to david's house
1: okay so then i'll find a distance location that has a good visibility preferably something hillside do i need to roll like a military science land for that or nah,
2: that's easy enough to find
1: okay so, so i'll go ahead and I'll set up shop, put on some like, well, you know, obviously the night vision stuff and all that jazz. So just to get a kind of a a good view of what the general location looks like. So, yeah, I'd like to first initially if I can see if there are any cameras or any signs of any like surveillance electronics outside his house.
2: All right. So let's start this off with a good old fashioned search as you're surveilling this house. I'll even give you a plus 20 because you have all the night vision gear with you and you're all stacked up and ready to go.
1: Oh, I rolled without it, but I rolled a 49 out of 66. So do you want me to roll again? Or? Oh, perfect. That's fine. Okay.
2: Yeah, so looking at this house, you learn a couple things. One, there is the opposite of a security system around this place. No cameras, no exterior lights, as best you can tell. There are a couple kind of those hands-on-rope things, but those are just kind of around doors and gates. More importantly, though, kind of as you're looking at this thing in a kind of broader sense, you know, it's a couple things. His car is old, like 60s, 70s old. The house doesn't even appear to have power lines hooked up to it. Like you can't see any obvious connection to it. And the light coming from inside us is isn't consistent. Almost like it's a flicker from like a flame of some kind or a fireplace.
1: Mm. So as I'm looking at this, I look over at them and say, if we were trying to hide from the cable stuff and all that nonsense, doesn't this feel like the exact scenario we'd put ourselves in? It's
3: a little too on the nose with how our current relationship with technology is. I agree. Charlie, what was the uh general vibe of the neighborhood? By any chance, um, is there any kind of like neighborhood watch signs?
2: Nah, this is far enough out you're not seeing that type of stuff anymore. Like it's calling it a neighborhood is like a it's it's a loose concept at that point again. Like these houses aren't Near each other, there's a chance you might never meet your neighbor in this type of situation just because you don't need to.
3: Mm-hmm. And on the way here, was there anybody just kind of walking?
2: Nah. Once you got kind of out past where sidewalks happened, and you wound up in these this wooded area, not so much.
3: Well, I'm usually, especially with kind of like more densely populated areas, I would just kind of do a little walk by and check that out, or at least do a passing glance. But it's a little bit suspicious around this area. I mean, these old bones can still kind of move around, but do you want me to try to get a little bit further up? Or or do we just kind of stick it out here and wait?
1: Hmm. I'm thinking. If you want to get down there a little bit closer? I think that wouldn't be a bad idea. But don't stray too far from the group if you're going to look for anything. While I was doing my search, can I see anything? Like, the neighbor houses? Or is it no, just this is his pretty house?
2: secluded? This is just pretty secluded. His okay.
1: Yeah. Are there any signs of anything that has power around? Like, not necessarily his house per se, but like in the surrounding area, like, are there any signs of anything that would like potentially be generating any kind of power?
2: I mean, potentially, like, he could have a generator of some kind. You're not seeing any signs of something like that, though. I guess, like, kind of the only thing you do see running to the house is it's not big enough to be a power line. So maybe it's a phone
1: cable or something. Okay. All right. So what I'll do is I'll, uh, I'm going to pull out. A weapon, and I'm going to kind of just give uh, Firestarter some cover just in case. So I'm going to be his like eye in the sky, if you will. You know,
3: I know this is kind of rare of me, but I was thinking about this plan and what we were going to do. Historically speaking, I'm not the sneakiest out of the three of us. I think that's you. Should we switch? Switch places? Yeah, that's fun. Gotcha.
1: You good long range?
3: Yes, I'm good long range. All right. I just, I've, I've just, I hate to admit this, but my knees are not feeling great since I um,
1: took that spill in City Hall. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, here, just keep an eye on me and I'm going to get a closer look. Florence, do you want to come with or would you prefer to stay up here? I know you're still a little, you guys are still a little banged up more than I am, so I can go solo for a bit if need be.
0: I'll, I'll just keep an eye out on the streets, make sure no one's coming up on
1: us. Wow starter keeps us
0: overwatch on you
3: sounds like a plan we have a short form communication relay I was just gonna say we we should have walkie-talkies at least right yeah you probably have those anything more covert
1: like earpieces or no no probably well technically you could hook up like walkie-talkies into earpieces like yeah. that's not necessarily anything high tech okay just so not like bluetooth it'll be a wired earpiece but it's still an earpiece i want to say that
2: tranches kind of goodie bag set up for you probably involve maybe not some state-of-the-art walkie-talkies but enough to kind of do some assault action if you will so some earpieces but yeah nothing like no bone mics or anything like that but definitely some earpieces and
3: whatnot oh yeah i was thinking like mid-shelf radio shack walkie-talkies not like fucking ninja turtle walkie-talkies
2: oh yeah no it's it's real equipment i'd say probably like she's not sending you in there with um fisher price my first surveillance kit it's no it's well, they managed
3: to scratch it. It's probably a decade or so out of date, but it still works. Some Nerf brand walkie talkies. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Keep you up.
1: So then I'll go ahead and get my little more portable gear, especially less submachine uh, gun, and put on my walkie talkie, all that jazz, and make my way uh, closer to get a better view.
2: All right. Yeah, so it takes a few minutes to get closer to the house, but you're kind of at what you'd refer to as the property boundary. Maybe the property boundary is larger, but kind of you're at the clearing. That the house exists in, no one seems to know you're here. Just yet. you haven't triggered anything that seems out of place. You're familiar with all the security systems. It is these hands on ropes type of situations. So you're aware those are there. They're also that's kind of around a couple like central locations, like the shed and like a garden entrance or something. Again, they're not really the security system is more like a prowler deterrent or maybe a deer deterrent of some kind. What do you do?
1: So you know, you mentioned like a shed and a garden or a little garden lock or something like that, right? Okay, um, and they both have cans uh, yeah. as, like, the deterrent? turn on the okay. door. It's
2: kind of draped across the door that you open. It would make a sound, but not, like, a alarm system sound, even.
3: I don't mean to interrupt. Sorry. Can I do a quick search to see if there's a dog? Yeah. Just, I mean, the prowler systems and everything else like that. I don't want to have a situation where, like, foxtrot comes up, and then all of a sudden there's just barking. Give me a search. 49 out of 64% success. You see no signs of a dog. Hey, foxtrot. Okay just to let you know. I don't see any kind of signs of dogs, so hopefully you should be good.
1: All right, here's my plan. I'm going to hit some of these cans to see if I can get the guy to come outside so we can get a look and see what he looks like. That way we have a little bit of a clearer picture of who we're dealing with. At least we know who they look, you know, who they are and what they look like. So just stand by. Gotcha.
3: May I search for an ideal vantage point for Foxtrot? Can I give him like a heads up? relay as to like what's a layout from above
2: no need to search for that you both have enough experience with this that you feel pretty confident that like boxtrot could get like position wise where you could the door could swing open to like the house and he'd be behind it and the guy wouldn't see him gotcha cool like that's a thing you could hypothetically do it's, it you may feel stealthy to get there but that's totally a thing you
1: can do okay when you say the door do you mean the front of the house door yeah and then oh so like opening the front door You're-
2: yeah you could just speed to the side of it, and he'd walk out past you hypothetically.
1: Oh, okay, I don't know if I wanted to do the front door, but what's the uh what's the next closest like i guess structure that has the bells or like the cans or whatever?
2: Probably the garden is your next bet on that one. there's two okay. entrances to it, both have the cans on them
1: okay, so while I'm looking there, is there a good hiding place like if I were to swing one of those doors open, is there a close enough hiding space I can get to fast enough?
2: Yeah, there's stuff around you can hide behind.
1: Okay. So I'm going to go over to the uh, one of the garden doors and I'm going to signal to the group. I'm going to walk well, it on the walkie talkie and I'll say, All right, stand by. And they hit these cans and swing this open.
2: Give me a military science first.
1: Okay. 57 out of 50 failure.
2: Yeah. Maybe I had a brief idea for a second there, but it, it didn't fully materialize.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, there's no assistance with us
3: assisting, or at least with me being Overwatch.
1: He's down there looking at the cans. Damn it. Okay. So before I fling the door open, I want to see if there's anything else like in the cans or kind of, they just look like normal cans. Or, or some cans just... with rocks in them. Okay. So the cans with rocks in them. Okay. All right. So I will go ahead then, and I will fling one of the doors open with the cans and then immediately gun it for a hiding spot.
2: All right. Give me athletics. All right,
1: 43 out of 63 success.
2: You kind of run across the grass and dive behind, but you realize have kind of a pile of just like lawn equipment as the door swings open and a man who has not lived well steps out of the front door. He is wiry. His hair has gone gray. Like it's hard to place his age because he just looks drained as a human being. He's got thick glasses. He's skinny, a little bit too skinny, kind of that malnourished vegan skinny, if you will, type thing. He, clothing isn't well kept up he's just kind of standing out the front door here's the sound you have you're moving from inside the house he exits the door and kind of swings the door open suddenly and yells who's out there from my vantage point can i see if he's armed he is not armed and you can see him
3: okay from my vantage point can i see inside his house
1: yeah it looks like it's a mess do i have clear enough of a visual that he may look by any chance like the cable people we ran into, like that just look really like almost zombie-like from that one house a while back.
2: This is a different look, I guess. Like he's still, as best you can tell, human. He's not a zombie zombie, just not living well, if that
1: makes any sense. Okay, I just was wondering if he looks like, shows any characteristics of like being worn down close to that level. Like maybe he's an earlier stage or it's just, he's just kind of bummy run down, like not living well.
2: Yeah, that one.
1: Give me a human int. Okay, human int 65 out of 30 failure.
2: You're not an expert in human behavior to tell the difference. I, I will say that the quote zombie ones you encountered definitely seemed like zombies. If that makes any sense?
1: Yeah. If they okay. weren't
2: moving much. This seems to be kind of a little bit beyond that, but who knows? DJ Essence Muncher was also capable of this level of movement. So who knows? Hey,
1: okay. I'm just going to watch him for a bit and see what he does.
2: So he kind of stands there for a few minutes. Okay, she kind of yells, I heard the cans. I know you're out here type of thing. Five ten minutes passed, eventually kind of goes back inside, comes out with a real old school, like 80s style flashlight, shines it around, hear him muttering. He's like, okay, that was high pitch ping. So that was uh, the guard just wandering towards the garden area. Notices that the gate that you swung is open and kind of looks at it, looks inside, doesn't see anything disturbed. Kind of inspecting all that. What do you do?
1: Can he see me or like how close am I to him? He You're close if you could
2: probably rush on him if you wanted to. He has not noticed you there yet. Okay.
1: I'm going to watch him still. I'm not going to make a move. I'm just going to keep watching him.
2: All right, cool. So give me a stealth check as he's kind of out searching at this point. 31 out of 51 success. That beats his search. Yeah, so he's kind of looking around. He goes to make sure the shed is still closed. It kind of like inspects his property some. but he kind of turns the flashlight off, kind of shrugs
1: heading back towards his front door okay you said he's heading back to his front door yep okay how far am i from him
2: at this point we'll probably say about 40
1: feet okay what are you thinking i'm thinking two things and as he i like, guess he's heading back over there i'm gonna mention the team i can either try to lure him towards the shed or i can rush him now what do you want to do I'm
3: supposed to be talking to him let's just do really we'll just keep it observation we're just here to just Get a dossier. I don't think we need to escalate it immediately. We're also a little too far away for us to immediately back you up just in case something shit goes down. All right, so I'll continue just watching.
1: I guess he eventually walks back to the house.
2: Yep, just goes back inside, closes the door. You're a loud kind of click from the lock.
1: Okay. At this point, I'll get up from where I dove and I'm going to head towards the shed area. All
2: right. As you're making your way across, give me a luck check 14 out of 50 success. Yeah, so from inside, you hear the sound of an old-school phone. Not a digital phone, not some electronic chime, like an old-school electric-required bell of a phone go off. You're moving from inside again, you hear someone go, hello, and start chatting on the phone type of thing.
1: Okay. I want to sneak up to the house and try to eavesdrop on the conversation. Yeah. Obviously, from the outside, I'm not going to try yeah, to outside. go in. Yeah. yeah. Give me a stealth as you do that. 35 out of 51 success.
2: Yeah, you kind of manage to get up close to you. find a window to maybe not press your ear against, but you can kind of hear stuff going on. He's just talking to someone. He's got some plans to go fishing or something in the near future. They're just confirming that. A little late for that, but also they just remembered new type of thing. It's upcoming. Nothing suspicious.
3: Can I get eyes on him while he's inside the house? Or is he too far away from the window?
2: I just buy a window at this point. You can kind of, that's why Fox can here. I'm like, what are you trying to figure out?
3: I just want to keep an eye on him to see if I can just as a preemptive case to be able to warn Foxtrot if he's heading towards the door, if Foxtrot doesn't have eyes on him at the moment.
2: Foxtrot's close. We'd probably hear him going towards the door, but you can kind of see again, like it's you're at range looking at a house There's going to be blind spots.
1: Okay. And does he say anything else that's interesting in the phone call? or Just
2: boring, mundane conversation on the phone.
1: Okay. So at this point, I'll walk away enough that he can't hear me communicate on the radio to the gang and say, let's talk about a fishing trip. Nothing out of the ordinary. But the fact that there is a phone that's running in his house is interesting, given his appearance and look of the property.
3: Fishing trip. Super late. Are you sure that wasn't like code for something?
1: It didn't seem like it. I can go back and see if he says anything else. I don't know. Is he still on the phone Well, I walked away or no?
3: Yeah, he's still chatting. Okay. Do you remember
1: anything he said? He said something about a fishing trip. Uh, you didn't mention a location when I was spying on him originally, right?
2: Nah, it sure sounded like someone was just confirming he was still on to go fishing.
1: Okay. So I relay that information that he just he's just confirming the trip. Didn't sound like any location. I'm going to head back and keep listening to that conversation. But so far, that's where we're at. And gotcha. after I say that I head back to my vantage point close to his house or next to his house. So I can listen to him. All
2: right. Give me another stealth check.
1: 56 out of 51 failure.
2: Yeah. So maybe it's bad luck. Maybe it's just something you trip over, but you hit something and you make a sound and kind of hear from inside. Hang on. I'll call you back.
1: Okay. What side of the house was I at when he heard that?
2: You're on the side that obstructs Firestarter's view of you. So you can kind of like, he knows you went behind the
1: house, but he can't see you anymore. I'm going to go to the next closest side of the house where I can still kind of maybe like hear him, but not exactly. Basically, I'm listening to see worse. Is he, is he coming out of the front or the back? You're not sure yet. Okay. What's the closest thing I can hide behind?
2: I mean, trying to get around the house might not be a bad idea. You can try and make a break for the shed. You can go to the tree limb. That's the farthest away distance, but also less go around the kind of house range. All right. Give me athletics. Mm,
1: 22 critical out of 63.
2: Yes, yeah, so you managed to hightail and just kind of whip around the house as the front door bangs open again, and you're kind of a confused man step outside and go, "Is someone here i i i I mean you no harm i hello, and they hear him through my radio, probably not. That's not how
0: radios work really Okay. can we just hear him from where we are,
2: yeah, faintly
3: right Lawrence give me give me the binder real quick,
0: sure, she hands fire started the blinder, and she gets out of the car
3: all right i'm gonna dial his number while i'm keeping eyes on or i'm gonna try to kind of keep eyes on him and switch kind of back and forth but i'm gonna dial his phone number and give him a call on my cell phone while that's happening florence is approaching the house
2: all right so voxtrot you're around the side of the house hiding our you're attempting to call the house and florence you're just walking up to the house yeah all right is the goal of the phone call to be a distraction yes all right florence what are you going to go do knock on his door all right yeah so phone goes off he kind of confusedly goes back inside closes the door behind him picks up the phone hello
3: hello is this uh david david Orit?
2: yes it's david speaking uh who's this
3: well um <laughs> uh actually i'm i'm a little late to the free net collective meeting and i was able to kind of pick up your or kind of scrounge about and grab your info. But otherwise I was I wonder I was a potential attendee, but um it seems as if it's past due date. Are you are you available to talk by chance or like meet up
1: and whatnot?
2: You can hear the man's shock on the other side of the phone. He doesn't say anything like you can just kind of hear like a gasp of air go out of him and just kind of it feels like minutes pass, but probably only a couple seconds to do, and he kind of stammers into the phone. Uh, uh, yes i i'm i'm that david oritz uh are are, are you were you also a member of fnc
3: well kind of a new one um and whatnot look i know you you know what um you can call me rooster for the time being but otherwise i am just getting a little bit more into kind of this uh, i wouldn't say lifestyle but this kind of um Mental awakening, this new understanding of just my relationship with the free internet, and I just so happened to be returning some books at the library, and I saw the flyer. I got so excited, but I realized that the dates have already passed. So, uh yeah, I mean, I mean, it was is there a means to kind of initiate myself in the in this specific uh group or
2: give me well, a human hint as you're kind of talking through all this?
3: <laughs> my people skills are. God-awful. 84% out of 10% failure.
1: Oh, shit.
2: Listen, you want nothing to do with the FNC. It didn't exist. Stop looking into it. Pick a new name for your club or whatever and just hangs up the phone on you immediately.
3: And I hit the radio button. Interesting news, but otherwise that phone call did not work the way I I had hoped. Great, I'm about to knock on his door.
1: You sure you want to do that, Florence?
0: That's better than what we're doing right now. We're just scaring an old man.
1: All right, I'll, uh... I'm going to stay out here and on standby. Firestar, you should probably head down here when you're able.
3: Okay, yes. Shit. And then I get out of the car and lock it. I kind of start moving my way down there. Lawrence, Lawrence, what the fuck are you doing? We're here to do. This seems a little direct. I thought we are just trying to gather information. The guy's not, the. the I mentioned the Freenet Collective once and the guy was not happy with it. Maybe this is not the move.
1: Is he saying this on the radio so I can hear it all, or no? Has to be. Oh, that's right, because he's yeah, he's hoping it down. Florence just turns her radio off. All right, Florence. Florence, God God fucking damn it! On hearing that, I'm gonna start moving closer to Florence, but like still staying to the side of the house and keeping cover. All right. What do you do, Florence? I shall knock on the door.
2: All right. So, do you knock heavy? Do you knock loud? Like it's just a normal,
0: regular knock.
2: Just one solid knock or a couple knocks? It's the three. You know,
1: the All
0: typical right. knock, knock,
2: knock. Yeah.
1: One solid knock would be terrifying.
0: <laughs> Especially <laughs> after everything that's been going on for him the night. Oh, that's great. That's
2: why I asked. There's a tactic to it hypothetically. But yeah, so the three knocks go unanswered for a split second. You hear kind of the sound of someone moving inside and then whatever lights except kind of the flickering one that are on the house just suddenly die and you hear a kind of a little bit of motion on the inside, and eventually you have to hear something thud up against the door, and through the door you hear, Are you Rooster?
0: No. My name's Florence. You're David, right?
2: A lot of people I've never met before suddenly know my name tonight, man. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Look, we're just trailing down some, some
0: leads, and we really need to talk to you. Once that's done, we'll be out of your hair. We didn't bring any high-tech phones, cameras, or anything.
2: Oh, so you know the truth about FNC. You know not to trust phones or technology or anything that's got a screen or a microchip in it then, huh?
0: We know parts of the truth about FNC, but we need to get the full truth.
2: So you're just here for the truth. You just want to know about what actually happened with FNC. Yes. Start hearing some locks disengaging on the door. What is Florence dressed as right now? Like, What's her outfit look like?
0: She dressed down after the um, debacle at City Hall, so she's got her leather jacket back on. Uh, hair is dyed completely black now but she does have her beanie on still so sure typical Florence just darker hair with a beanie on
2: sure yeah so door swings open wide Guy standing in the dark of his kind of entryway with some flickering light going on behind him looks at you no offense but you're not what I expected when I thought the feds were going to show up for me eventually you feds or something
0: yes and no
2: which alphabet soup you with NSA CIA HSA, I, I don't know. CDC? I kind of just pauses at this. What does the CDC want with FNC?
0: Can I come out of the cold? Also, can I bring my friends in who have been terrorizing you tonight? That's not our intent. We're just here to gather information. We just wanted to make sure that you weren't a danger.
2: Guy kind of eyes you a little bit, and he goes, Oh, so you know about the danger, too, then? Shit, you people do know some shit, then. CDC's involved in that. Didn't see that one ever coming. That kind of just physically relaxes some as you're kind of talking him through on this one. Yeah, come on in. There's a box by the front door, any cell phones, anything with a microchip in it. Just dump it in there. You can grab it on your way out. I, I try and keep the property microchip free as best I can.
0: Sounds good. Florence will radio. All right, John, Firestarter. Come on.
1: I come around the side of the house and I do this like physical but quiet like shrug of what the fuck Florence. as
3: I'm walking towards the front. I come huffing it down the hill as I kind of reach the front door and see John is just kind of ex- not exposed, but like just visible and Florence just visible, just
1: Lawrence. Ah, what the fuck? Ah.
0: She doesn't respond as she's walking inside and like taking her cell phone out and setting the walkie talkie down in the box.
2: Give me an alertness as you put the items in the box. Uh,
0: 87 out of 64 fail.
2: Kind of strange this guy's got a cardboard box by the entryway of his house. You guys coming?
1: I'm making my way towards the front, yes. And uh I see the cardboard box. Well, as soon as I walk in, I definitely want to do a search and like see if I catch anything out of the ordinary as soon as I'm walking in. Yeah, give me a search. All right. Twenty-six out of sixty-six success. All right. So this house is kind of just a at quick glance, it's like
2: it stopped progressing in the late 80s at the latest. It's lots of vintage furniture, kind of older school everything. And this guy has gone out of his way to either redecorate or initially decorate with nothing newer than like the mid-80s, late 70s, if you will. Like it's all falling apart a little bit. It's not held up well to the years, but like this is not some separatist kind of crazy person that went off to live in the woods by themselves. This is someone that used to live in normal urban life and now is actively avoiding technology. It's weird though, too. There's occasionally kind of modern trappings of like the box by the door is a very normal-looking U-Haul box, as best you can. There's the occasional, like, low-tech thing that wouldn't have a microchip. That's obviously newer, kind of more current. But at the same time, like, it's dotted among stuff that just it's intentionally old. You put your electronics in the box?
1: Yeah, I'll go ahead and put my electronics in the box. All right. As you put electronics in the box, give me an alertness. 85 out of 75 failure. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when you say, Yeah. It's really, really strange.
2: This guy just has a cardboard box right by the entry of his house that he's making people put their stuff in. All right, last but not least, firestarter. You arrive at the house. You just join lawrence and Foxtrot inside.
3: Yes. As I'm kind of walking up to the house, I take a swig from my flask, rehydrate because I just ran, and yep. I'm noticing everyone just kind of throw their shit in the box. It's like, oh, um, what are we? Are we just putting down all of our metal stuff? Because I got a lot of metal stuff on me. Like, do I... Is, what What am I putting in the box? Why is there a box?
2: You hear David from inside yell, just put the electronics you have in the box. Don't worry about it. Am I getting it back? When you leave, yeah.
3: Okay, I guess. Sure. And I'm going to, I guess, put my stuff in the box. All right, give me an alertness check. 98 out of 53% failure.
2: It really is strange. This guy just apparently has a put your electronics in the box box right at the entry of his house kind of strange but oh well
1: how does every single one of us fail the alertness at this point (laughs) i've
2: got a
0: question charlie the box right when we were dropping stuff in it is it lined with anything to like
3: block signals
2: if you had passed an alertness you might know that
3: right okay i look around and kind of see what's like outside of this house other than the fact that it's like specifically dated you won't see much more kind of at cursory glance than
2: Foxtrot did. Looking for something specific, or I guess, like, what's the
3: focus? As Firestarter is a little bit more over familiar with just how kind of casual he is with meeting people, what's the seating situation looking like?
2: All right. So, kind of, once you make it past, you kind of will call it the mudroom entrance area of the house. It's a small little room on the front of the house. You enter to the main space. So the main space is kind of a hybrid of Kitchen, living room, and I guess what you'd call like the main room of the house. It's got kind of a log cabin vibe going on here. You can see bathroom off to one side and bedroom. It's a pretty Spartan setup though too. Again, it's it's relatively small. You can tell it from the outside. Not a lot of floor space to this. So the main room for this has kind of kitchen off the one side of the house, big windows looking out of that. It's nice. older kind of equipment for it, but it's still nice. See the phone you heard on the wall. The entire house is situated around kind of a big fireplace. There are a couple lamps in the room that appear to have been shut off. At a quick glance, you realize that they are all gas-burning lamps. The fire is the main source of light in this room. It's going despite it probably being not necessarily needed.
3: Are there any family pictures or any kind of personal things, tchotchkes being hung yeah. up
2: right all? All right, so give me a search on that.
3: Yeah, I'm going to be nosy and I'm just going to look through all this shit. That's at least visible. Just look around, yeah. 87 out of 64%
2: failure. Some of them are a little more dated, but they all kind of have that 90s, 80s, early 2000s photography vibe. Nothing that's obviously a digital print. Someone still went to a store and developed film for a bunch of this stuff. But It's a picture of him and other people. He looks younger in those photos. They're kind of that 90s. It's definitely kind of a 90s kind of cyber security, cyber kind of pioneer aspect of the look of all the people in them. There's definitely kind of a grungy punk look to it. A bunch of pictures of what looks like an old kind of office building of some kind. Some pictures of an old abandoned kind of like warehouse space. But yeah, it's kind of him with his friends. It's all dated though, too. Like there's nothing on the walls that appears newer than when people were last using film primarily.
3: Swanky placey guy here, man. Reminds me of the house that I was growing up in.
2: Oh, yeah, sure. It's uh, it served me well, I guess. It's a good place to wait out the inevitable end, I suppose.
3: All right, man. Uh, hey, you got beer by chance? You got any? Are you fixing some drinks or like, get like what's, where are you
2: at? The guy's already walking back over with what supposed to be some really cheap alcohol and some cups. He goes, if we're talking about FNC, I am drinking as we talk about FNC. Hell yeah. I have looks at Foxtrot and Firestarter. Not going to lie, you two look like the Apple Alphabet suit agents I assume would eventually come for me after all we, we did back in the 90s and 2000s.
3: Kind of shame you guys show up now, I guess. I mean, if by alphabet soup, you mean, like, the Los Angeles Fire Department. Sure.
2: Looks you confused. Like, wait, so neither of you two were NSA, CIA, HSA, Homeland Security, some amalgamation of letters that are all up in your emails, looking over your shoulder, eyes in the sky, big brother bullshit, man? I
1: uh, shrug and say nope.
2: Huh. Not sure if I should be disappointed or relieved at this point. Maybe you aren't here to kill me. Good to know say sorry to disappoint you
3: i mean like uh, yeah. did you want us to kill you
2: no 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 this isn't some suicidal death wish it's more uh maybe you don't get this being the whole scary secret agent type that apparently works for the fire department you know, the fire department I even had an investigatory wing of it i guess but uh i i was involved in some shit some kind of underground deep web back before the deep web was the real deep web before it was the shithole it is now you know the early days of the internet when kind of we were free to do stuff and explore and no one had rules and you could set up a server in your basement suddenly you were a big wig in that circles and then all the shit that tech, big tech ruined it was wild back then all types of kind of not yet illegal because no one knew people were doing that shit going on like nothing illegal illegal like no weird stuff that makes me a deviant but you know kind of like the fun darknet stuff the information sharing the Documents you shouldn't have type of shit, the occasional hacking of a satellite every once in a while because people didn't know to secure their routers just yet, you know that type of stuff they still don't and smiles at this, okay, I'm starting to get the picture now. You two are what the the, the muscle mr. Fake um fire department looks at Foxtrot, and what are you? The department of Sanitation or something, and we've got a computer lady over here
1: I'm struggling to say, I just do numbers. I work at the i r s dude. <laughs>
2: i've rolls his eyes at this oh the irs okay whatever good cover i've flops down into one of the chairs in the room all right so you want to hear about fnc you want to hear about the stuff we were up to or how it ended all of it i whistles at this damn you want to hear the entire story uh pours himself a drink knocks it back all right so uh, fnc um Back in 2005, we were kind of at our peak. Uh, we were an activist hacktivist collective, and we took up residence in, at the time, was the abandoned Orbita facility on the outskirts of town. Best we could tell, Orbita was some 90s tech boom company that, uh, like so many, folded. They are doing something with satellites or something. Big, fancy office. They even had their own, like, warehouse on-premises for, like, storing equipment they're gonna send up but they built fucking satellites there and shit it's part why we moved in you might not sure what you know about fnc but kind of in the old old days we were the early pioneers of that whole like free wi-fi router stuff that people are doing now for low-income neighborhoods and shit like we set the groundwork for all that type of stuff good getting people access to information they needed like we were doing wi-fi stuff back when people were still calling it wi-fi after all like real cutting edge bring information to people like a bunch of pissed off kids that kind of didn't want ceos to ruin the cool thing that was the net and well you saw how the fucking world went that all changed but i'm not quite sure what happened or what the first thing that happened was but there's something weird about that build like some of our best ideas about stuff to build and stuff to create happened there like we were doing coding that no one had ever seen before like came up with our own coding language we we're putting stuff together and yeah i'm not sure. What happened exactly, but one day I left, this has gone sound absolutely fucking crazy, and just couldn't find my way back, like driven that route a hundred times, maybe thousands, just went home one night and tried to go back and just couldn't find the road to get there. that's all the shit sounds crazy and whatnot, but like I lost a bunch of friends. It's like everyone vanished overnight, couldn't get a hold of them, couldn't find them, no one recurring to call. I assume they just kind of, I don't know, maybe a raid happened or something. And I, I don't know, I, I held the meetup every year, hoping that someone stayed in town and eventually they'd feel safe coming out. But I, I don't know, I've been holding it for the better part of two decades at this point. And, well, no one's ever shown up and I gesture around with this drink. You three are the first to ever contact me about it. Anything about FNC.
0: Or any of your friends, did they use the handle, the gatekeeper or something similar?
2: Kind of shakes his head at this. Nah, that's too pretentious even by us. We went by real, you know, normal people names. We were trying to do normal people stuff to help the net, help get people access to the technology they needed to kind of expand their horizons, not fall under the yoke of shit. Again, pissed off, 90s, early 2000s kid thinking.
3: Kind of point up to his little photo wall. Are, were any of these guys in the Renet Collective? I mean, do you have like photos? Do you have like a photo album of them? Or
2: Yeah, kind of like turns to look at you. That's them, all 50 of us or so. That's the damnedest thing. Like at our peak, I think we had hundreds some odd people all bunking there and coming in and out and just kind of doing stuff. And I don't know what happened to 100 people, but we had people all over the world doing stuff too. Like we were, we were just like the main office. It's, it's totally not us to say we had a main office, but like we had FNC outposts everywhere. Anywhere you could get internet access, we had people that were, we were talking to. In 30 or 40 different languages by the end of the day. It was real, kind of bringing the world together stuff, sharing knowledge, kind of opening up people's minds to what they could not couldn't think about and find. You
0: have a pen and a piece of paper?
2: i like, looks at you. Yeah, it's kind of all I got here. Uh, goes off, gets the pen and piece of paper, comes back. What do you need this for? Do
0: you know anyone who is working on a program called SEED? I can show you what I remember of the program itself. I'll write
2: it down. It's so sketching out the coding language? Yeah. You get about three lines in, he just kind of goes white in the face. Where the shit did you find that? All over the place. I don't know the code, but yeah, that's that, that's our language. That's our in-house coding language we came up with. Like, points a couple symbols. We didn't even know what these symbols meant here, but they were part of the code. Like, we didn't even know how to make them, but we could type them into the computers when we were making stuff up.
3: You said in-house? Did you develop this language? Or, like, who, who originated this code source? Who... This is,
2: this is either our code or a mutation of our code that we came up with. Part of why we could pull off stuff that we were pulling off at FNC was that we had a code that was totally new. We developed our own internal coding language that just kind of worked with all the other codes that were coming out there. Like it just kind of understood how to work with C plus plus and Java. Like we never had to upgrade it. Like it was just this, it was just oddly perfect. We just kind of thinking around, getting stoned, getting drunk, came up with it, sketched out a bunch of whiteboards started writing stuff with it. some real cutting edge stuff came out of it that we never tried to market because fuck that, but like dramatically exceeding technology. I think we even had like five G tech before one G was even a thing. Technically.
0: Really, Can I roll on a natural check to see if I, I can think of anything that might have this ability to bridge that gap between like multiple coding
2: languages? Yeah. Natural check for that. A 85 out of 31 fail. You don't know of a specific thing. But you would know that once you escape the pathetic confines of the human consciousness and really understand how the universe works, you wouldn't need to know coding languages. You would just know that it's all the same numbers. It's all the same math. It's all the same logic. I don't know how to twist that where it's useful. Give me a sand check. 88 fumble. Jesus Christ. Oh. All righty. So you start reading the code or more. The code starts etching itself into your brain. Ooh. And so a 1d6 sand damage, cause we're going to roll 1d6 for this. So you're going to take 12 or you're going to take 10 out of this. Take
0: 10 plus
2: five. That's no, just 10 total.
0: 10 total. Okay. I'm oh, cause offload. it's a fumble.
1: So, yep. Oh, okay. I'm
0: going to offload as much as I can. I'm sorry, John. It's all good. All right, so eight.
3: Did you just go catatonic?
2: Oh, we're Uh, getting to that. Yeah. All right, so Florence's mouth drops open and the scream of dial up internet erupts out of her vocal cords. Everyone give me a sand check. Six percent success. What the fuck?
1: (laughs) (laughs) 33 out of 29 success. Let's go.
0: John and Firestarter are like, ah, this is fine.
2: Yeah, so David, he is freaking out. He's like knocked over his chair. He's like trying to press himself against a wall. Firestarter, Foxtrot, you are unfazed by the fact that your comrade is speaking in dial-up all of a sudden. What do you
3: do? I'm going to run over to the box and grab Florence's phone and try to find that MP3 file that she has.
2: This is not that
3: for the record. I know, but Firestarter's not the most brilliant. Fair enough. Fair enough. Person. He's panicking right now.
1: Does she still have the code stuff that she had in her hands?
2: Like, was she still reading it? Or yeah, she just kind of went slack jawed, and the sound of dial up is coming out of her mouth. Like, sounds the human vocal cords cannot naturally make are coming out of her mouth.
1: Okay, I am going to run over to her, knock the code out of her. I guess the is it like papers that yeah, like the codes paper. written out? Okay knock the coat out of her hands, and then grab the hand she has the sign on and use that to cover her mouth to see if it does anything.
2: That stops the dial-up sounds from coming out of her mouth. Now we're going to jump to inside Florence's mind. Inside Florence's mind, we see Florence adrift in the inky blackness of wherever. Maybe you can see your body, maybe you can't. That's all up to how much you care about whether or not you have a body at this point. And you are staring at a wall of, floating orbs of light that all seem to blink in unison they're trying to tell you something you're not quite sure what you don't know morse code this isn't your strong suit give me a sigint sigint
0: well i have a zero in sigint could i give you an intelligence check
2: perhaps give me a comp psi
0: actually okay 84 out of 50 fail
2: you're not understanding what this thing is saying to you or if it's trying to say something all but the lights get angrier and kind of brighter and then eventually you kind of snap back to reality. You're sitting in this house, you have your hand clenched over your face. The tattoo in your hand is starting to smoke ever so slightly.
0: Can I try to make an intelligence check to see if I can remember the patterns of the blinking for future
2: reference? It's too many blinkings. Yeah. There's okay. no way you could have interpreted all of them. Either you've you'd have gotten it then or you wouldn't you can't get it now. Understandable. Yeah.
0: All right. Before I react, uh am I adding anything to unnatural for this? Oh yeah. What am I
2: adding? Roll a 1d10. Oh, God. Eight. All right. So into your hand, you vomit up. You're not quite sure what. Okay. You uh, kind of remove your hand, see what you vomited up? Yes. All right. So in your hand is kind of a black viscous fluid, almost like it's like oil, but it definitely seems almost organic in nature. But more importantly, kind of in the palm of your hand is... What looks like a chunk of cable with an end on it? You plug into a wall of some kind or an outlet of something that you've just never seen before. It's too many spikes. It's too many hooks. You don't plug this into anything ever. Any human has ever made. And yeah,
0: uh, is that how much unnatural I gain?
2: Yep, you gain eight unnatural.
1: Question: Since I did the whole like, hey, put her magic hand over her mouth. Do I get any unnatural for thinking that? Nope. Okay.
0: She kind of closes her hand around the end of the outlet and slips her hand into her pocket and just kind of stares for a moment.
1: It was close enough to be able to see what happened, right? Let alertness check. Yeah, see if you saw it. 89 out of
2: 75 fail. What the fuck? I mean, it's a very upsetting situation. Florence just started spouting data code at you. You had to clamp her mouth shut with, or with her own hand. David is kind of off panicking some. Firestarter just ran and tried to grab a phone, I guess, out of the box. This has all just been very distracting. It's it's not on. It, it's not surprising you miss something like that.
1: All right, so I'm gonna look over at, at Florence. And I'm gonna be like, are you all right? And I'm gonna like shake her by the shoulders. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm I'm fine. You have your knife on you?
1: Yeah. So I reach into, uh, I guess, wherever I have my knife hilted, and I'm gonna hand it to her handle first, of course.
0: Uh, she's just going to hold her hand out and say, cut me. What? Just just do it. Like where? On the palm, not too deep.
1: Okay. So I am going to hold her hand in place and very gently cut open part of her palm. Do I have to roll like a melee weapons or something?
2: Uh, this is simple enough. Okay. You're, guessing you're checking for blood? Yeah. Yeah, you, you bleed normal. Nothing too strange came out of you aside for the situation being very strange
0: okay great love it perfect this is awful all right we need to focus back on what's going on here i'll talk to you both
1: about this later